the college football experience. Best bets week two episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The NFL kicks off this week and get ready for the season with 32 NFL team previews from the Sports Gambling Podcast. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL previews today. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 is up for grabs in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord that is sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Once again, that is sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the Boz, And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride brother. Peace out. Boz out. Colby swinging database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Live from the wind, talking college football. What's not to like? And I am joined. Yes, I am joined. I'm going to go ahead and say co host, but he's also the host of the NBA Gambling Podcast and the WNBA Gambling Podcast. He might be giving out parlays with the NFL or every other sport you can think of. Give it up for my guy, Terrell Furman Jr. How you doing, Terrell? SEC, SEC, SEC. SEC, SEC, SEC. Hey, hey, 14 and one. Uh, 14. Matter of uh, fact, let's just count the two teams that are about to be in the SEC. 16 uh, and one uh, in the first week. Woo, uh, shout out to the SEC and shout out to LSU for giving me the ammo to make sure that they did not stay perfect. Oh, I'm not man. even mad that I was on that game. It was a great one. I just wish that, you know, maybe I will let up on LSU if they win. If LSU goes and win a game, maybe I'll let up on them. Maybe I'll show up on time. Maybe I'll let up on them if they let LSU get a win. It's a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. Yeah, you ain't won any games yet. (laughs) Oh, man. Brian Kelly, what a start. Yeah, the SEC, all right. Arkansas. Got got the dub. You were on that. Yeah. If you listen to our pregame show, and once again, we will be live 8 a.m. on the West, 11 a.m. on the East this Saturday from this very studio, folks. So check us out. Uh, and I mean, you were on Arkansas. I was on the wrong side of that one. I didn't know what to do. I thought the six and a half was was mm-hmm. con- was a little confusing there. It was close too. I was on LSU, believe it or not. So I was wrong there. I thought we had this special teams. I Polian comes with them from Notre Dame to LSU. I mean, what the heck's going on there? Son of a uh, son of uh, the legendary general manager, Bill Polian, Brian Polian's the special teams coordinator. He might not be the special teams coordinator long. In no, Baton he's Rouge. definitely, <laughs> no, he's definitely got to get fired. LSU had a lot of bad luck, especially losing a uh, Smith, that defensive lineman for the rest of the year. Yeah. At the, at, in that game. But that was the ultimate blue balls. Like the old, we got blue balls like three different times towards the end of that game because when they had the ball back and they were driving and then they uh, had the turnover. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is over. Then they get a fumble and now they're driving again. It's like, oh, oh, we're going to do it. And then they scored. And it's like, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. (laughs) And everyone's saying Florida State is back. 
Are you ready to crown them back yet? No, absolutely not. I can't <laughs> wait to fade Florida State. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. They're, they're so lucky that they scheduled an off week after they knew that this game was going to end like that. They knew, and they said, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna need a week off after that because we're gonna do some wild shit and yeah. get a win, and we're gonna need to take a week off." I'm telling you right now, I'm fading Florida State next week. Yeah, I mean, it depends how Louisville looks this Friday. We're gonna get to it, but yes, yeah, shout out to the SEC, the Oregon game. Oh my god. Well, that was a bloodbath. And I, once again, I, I, I should be used to this. I think we, we might be used mm-hmm. to this Stetson Bennett. I owe you an apology. Cause you, I'm look, not giving him an apology. you look like Steve young 2.0 against the Oregon ducks. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Maybe I'm a hater. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm going to just go ahead and dub myself a Stetson Bennett hater. Maybe I'm a hater because it's been almost two years now and I'm still, no, I've seen Stetson Bennett. He, I don't think he's that guy. However, it's working. It's yeah. working, and I will not take that from him. That's the best I've ever seen him play. That's the best I've ever seen him play was, was in the Oregon He's game. like going through an incredible run. <laughs> and at this point, I'm giving him the Max Kellerman, Tom Brady treatment. <laughs> Stetson Bennett is going to fall off a cliff. Are you looking? Is this on me? He's going to <laughs> fall off a cliff. Thank you. He's going to fall off a cliff. Like, I'm talking about, we're talking how good Stetson looks right now. There's going to be a point in this season, he's going to fall off a cliff, and you're going to be calling for Stetson Bennett not to be the quarterback of this team anymore. Uh, dude, I died on that hill last year. All right, that was me every single week last year. But see, you I gave can't. up too early. You gave up. A national championship doesn't make it okay for me. <laughs> I, I saw the way that he, dude, that one play, he extends it against Oregon. The, 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 he's almost sacked three different times. He finds mm. McCockney in the end zone. I, I'm sorry, I'm out. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, he's going to be the next greatest quarterback. <laughs> the next. Oh my gosh. Look, he played great. All right. Look, we're going to talk. This is a kind of a lead up. We have the pick show with Patty C and NC Nick happening later tonight. But right now we had studio time when we had to get pre-game. Terrell Furman pregame. This nice guy, pre-game. come on, come on. He knows his stuff. So let's start out Friday. Cause Thursday night, we don't have any action. Just Friday, uh, Louisville heading down to the moon bounce in Orlando, Louisville coming off of a a shocking, a shocking ass whooping to many, even my look, I was on the over in Syracuse in five wins, Mm -hmm. but I was not thinking that Louisville would look that bad, that bad. Like Malik Cunningham only had like a hundred and some yards throwing the ball. I can tell you right now. He had six for 22, 152 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. Only 34 yards rushing. I mean, and 13 attempts. That's 2.6 per attempt. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think anyone saw that coming from the Louisville Cardinals. And, and Scott Satterfield is on the hot seat. And I don't know that you want to be on the hot seat heading down to Orlando, taking on John Rice Plumley, who mm-hmm. I touted. I know it was just South Carolina State, right? Mm-hmm. But. John Rice Plumley was designed for this offense. I remember the day we saw this in the transfer portal when he went from Ole Miss, where Ole Miss, you know, he's, he was a quarterback for Ole Miss under Rich Rod. But when when Kiffin came in, they made him a wide receiver. And I thought, oh, he's got to transfer out. He's got to find a home. Well, Malzahn, it is perfect. It is a perfect fit in Orlando as John Rice Plumley threw for 308 yards, four passing touchdowns, 86 yards on the ground as well. Uh, this line has actually came down surprisingly. This was at six and a half. Currently, WinBet has it at minus five. What what am I missing here? I have no idea where it's coming down. I first of all, great name, John Rice Pumley. Great yeah, name, yeah. great name. But look at what he did against South Carolina State: twenty for thirty-one, three hundred eight, four touchdowns. Not to mention he had one on the ground, fifteen for eighty-six on the ground. No, him in this offense, it is a perfect fit. Louisville, by the way, gave up four hundred forty-nine yards of offense against Syracuse. Syracuse has a mobile quarterback that's a former wide receiver in Garrett Schrader. Yes. Well, guess what? Jen Rice Plumley's a former wide receiver. And you would, and but you see this like with triple option teams and they, how they struggle with the same offense. So when they see other triple option teams, they struggle. Yeah. And this might be that same situation with Louisville, where they're struggling with people that play just like Malik Cunningham and Rice Plumley is doing it on a better level. That's what, right now. Yeah. And, and, so, and, and look, I know real money Kramer called for Louisville to make the college football playoff. <laughs> I don't know what's more, what's crazier that or the Giants winning five games. I know you're a Giants fan, oh my but God. why? Uh, what? Where did the where did the <laughs> stray bullet come from? Uh, what are you doing though? I'm all over UCF. I am all over UCF. I think it's one of the most uh, like. I'm a little concerned that the number went down in mm-hmm. in, in you know because it was at six and a half and now it's at five, but. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think I think Louisville's not going to be able to 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 match up against 
this UCF offense. And another thing is this place, it is on the road. This place is crazy. If you think the carrier dome's hard, go down to the moon bounce. People are going to be jumping around. This is not going to work out. Give me, give me UCF minus five all day. What are you doing, my friend? So last week we're just talking about the quarterback situation. Last week on the ground, they gave up 21 for 98 and a touchdown to Sean Tucker running back for the Syracuse Orange. And I really still like Isaiah Bowser. He's one of the best running backs in that conference. Yeah. I think he gets loose here. Like it's not just you don't just have to worry about the passing game with UCF. They have a really good host of bats because Johnny Richardson is good as well. And so, yeah, give me UCF. I think that offense is more complete. I think that the defense can do enough. I do think that this is a higher scoring game. I don't think that Louisville just comes out here and has a dud like they did last week. So I am on over this game, but I'm pretty sure that this is going to be going UCF's way. So I'm going with UCF late of five and a half. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's actually, uh, we're going to get to our, our favorite plays of the day, but I, I really like UCF at home to take care of business there. Uh, remember, if you listen to our locks episode for win totals, I was on UCF. We actually, you locked it up as well. Mm-hmm. UCF over eight and a half wins. Let's mm-hmm. jump down to the other Friday night game. The Boise State Broncos are heading to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, Boise, this line has kind of hopped all around. I feel like it opened up at 17 and a half, went down to 16. Now I'm seeing it at flat 17. Boise State just went on the road to Corvallis. So they are playing back to back away games here. But Hank Bachmeyer was benched. And he's their veteran quarterback for Taylor Green as they lost up in Corvallis. And Green, by the way, kind of, I think they might have a little bit of a situation on their hands. Andy Avalos with with either Bachmeyer or Green. Green went uh, 19 of 28 for 155 yards and and one pick, but he also rushed for over 100 yards, including a 75 yard run. I don't. I'm assuming they're going to go back to Bachmeyer. He's the veteran, but Green with a pretty nice showing in limited time in Corvallis. Mm-hmm. Boise State is 11 and one all time against New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico, surprisingly, coming off of a 41 nothing shutout against an FCS team, the main Black Bears, but they're actually a decent FCS team. Uh, they're starting quarterback Miles Kendrick, who transferred in from Kansas. He was 14 of 17, 170 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Mm-hmm. I'm all over Boise here. I just think Boise's pedigree. Andy Avalos used to play at Boise. I understand they got smacked in the mouth by Oregon State, but now coming down to Albuquerque. I, I just think they're going to load up. I'm laying the 17. I'm going with the two favorites to start it off uh, on the Friday night slate for college football. What are you doing here? No, I'm with the favorites too. It feels chalk, but look at New Mexico and what they did in a game where they blew out Maine 41 nothing. Miles Kendra still threw two interceptions. Yeah. Like he only missed, and the thing is, he only missed three passes. He threw two interceptions. He only missed three passes. And so. I'm here on Boise. I think Boise is just by far the better team than New Mexico State. And yes, it was a little bit hiccup. And Oregon State might be up a little bit more this year. Yeah, so we were talking yeah. about that earlier. Oregon State might be a better team this year. They played last year. Boise won 37 to nothing. That was in Boise. Yeah. Uh, the the last time they were in Albuquerque was in 18, 2018. They won 45-14. But that's what I'm saying. I feel pretty confident. I know you can make the, the argument, well, it was Brian Harson then. It's Andy Avalos now. Mm-hmm. Things haven't been going as well. I I, I think this program is too proud. I think it's mm-hmm. too strong, and I think they're going to go on the road. I think they're going to let. I think they're going to smack them. I think it's going to be something like forty-five. Bachmeyer's a good quarterback. Yeah. Like, don't let that benching fool you. And we'll see what they do if they decide to keep him benched or to go with Green. But Bachmeyer's a good quarterback. If you remember that UCF game to kick the year off last year, that was an amazing game. Yeah, and yeah. that set the tone for what Boise was able to do for the rest of the year. So, yeah, I think Bachmeyer they can get it together and figure it out. They'll probably do a little bit of a two QB situation because I like the dual threat that comes with Taylor Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's going to be something to monitor because Bachmeyer, you know, he was under Brian Harson. He did have uh, some great seasons. They won at Florida State in Tallahassee, uh, I think in 19 uh, when he was a freshman. But he's kind of struggled with their transition to the air raid. So it, it is going to be interesting to see what they do with the quarterback situation. All right, well, let's hop over to Saturday. But before I hop over to Saturday, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We are also brought to you by the free roll football contest. Yes. 
College football contest, $1,500 is up for grabs. What are you doing, folks? Get in now. NFL contest? Oh, we're only giving away five grand and a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas. Folks, we are live from the Win Las Vegas right now. It is phenomenal. So, what are you doing? Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, we are back. Wait, real quick. What's that? Shout out GBO Farms said Furman is wrong about almost everything. Ooh. Well, Ooh. that first week, I was really bad that first Ooh. week. So Ooh. I ain't even, he might be right. I might be wrong about almost everything. That first week was really, really bad, but come well, on now. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, 50, 56% for the all of 2021, 58% of my locks. And, yeah. and do I need to tell you? It's easy to see a tide turn. There you go. We all got bad weeks sometimes, you know? Shout out to GB Farms for, for hopping in the chat, but look. We all have bad weeks sometimes. That happens yeah, to all of us. I love when people speak yeah. their mind. Love yeah. me or hate me. I love when people speak GBO their Farms mind. is a Tennessee guy. You are a Tennessee yeah, guy. A, yeah. What's going, What's going on here? What's going on here? Hold on. Hold on. I'm a Tennessee guy. Shout out my guy, Hendon Hooker. <laughs> Son of the great Alan Hooker, my mentor. Yes. Anyway, let's hop into Saturday's action because we have a, we have a nice slate here. And, you know, we tried to pick a couple games from the slate. Uh, to give you a nice sample size, small sample size of what we're looking for and what what action we like. North Carolina, they de- they gave themselves back to back away games in the Sun Belt Conference, in the Sun Belt Conference, as they they lived dangerously in Boone, North Carolina last uh, last week. As as that game was just that game was full on one of the, that was an arena football game. We yeah. saw an arena football game happen in Boone, North Carolina. Uh, so. 500 score 40 points in the fourth quarter. 40. Yeah. Apple just and lost. You scored 40 points in the fourth there's quarter people, and lost. There's actually a good, a handful of teams that didn't score 40 in the whole game. <laughs> Iowa hasn't scored 40 all year. I, I don't think Iowa has scored 40. No, Minnesota. So Scott told me that Scott told me Minnesota has scored 40, like 42 points in like years. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Well, they were offensively challenged with Mike Sanford as the OC a year ago. So North Carolina, Shout out to the aggressive scheduling. They hit the road. They go to Atlanta. Uh, they're playing at that old Brave Stadium where Dale Murphy used to hit dingers. Uh, North Carolina had 567 yards of offense against App State. App State was a top 25 defense a year ago. So it begs the question, you know, is North Carolina Carolina actually legit? Is it, you know, this mm-hmm. offense People thought uh, they're replacing four or five offensive linemen. They're replacing mm-hmm. Sam Howe. They're replacing, you know, they had injuries. Britton Brown's out for the year. They're running back. They're their second receiver. They just seem to reload. And I think they might have found something in Drake May. Let me tell you. They got you. the light skin key sweat with them. Woo-hoo. I mean, they got the light skin key sweat with them. When you saying Drake May is a, hey, he's, he's going to be really, really good. Matt Brown got him one. Yeah. Matt and- Brown got him one. He's ahead of schedule. Look, we know he was a high. He, this guy flipped from Alabama to North Carolina, so it's mm-hmm. not like he wasn't getting, you know, some shine. And that's probably good because how many Alabama quarterbacks are we really talking about nowadays? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Drake May last week. That was his first road start of his career. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four for thirty-six, three hundred fifty-two yards, and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. App State was a top twenty-five defense a year ago. They brought back a lot of key pieces. That is is a pretty strong performance and. I get it. They're running back. Caleb, Caleb hood got dinged up, but they're these, these young pups. They got George Petway averaging 8.2 yards a carry. I look for him to have a big day, Georgia state. Unfortunately, I was on Georgia state. I actually locked up Georgia state at South or at South Carolina. You're insane. They got two block punts. If it wasn't for that in the third quarter, Georgia state had the lead against the Gamecocks. They could not block the, uh, that was my theme all last week. East Carolina block punts. Yeah. Special teams, LSU yeah, your losing. Special teams yeah, have been terrible. yeah, yeah. Jeez. Special teams have been terrible for you. Um, this line surprisingly only at seven. Uh, uh, call me crazy. I get it. They're on the road, but Georgia State veteran team. I just they're not an all like they're they're a good defensive team, but traditionally they haven't never been a very strong offensive team. They're going to need some offense. I get it. UNC's mm-hmm. defense looked terrible. They couldn't tackle. I vomited oh, several times watching that game against app state and seeing the tackling going on in that game. But I am going to lay the seven chalky Colby is making an appearance here because I'm laying the seven again. What are you doing in this game? So Granger for Georgia state seven for 29, one 11, one touchdown last week against South Carolina, Now South Carolina, way better defense than what is going on over there in North Carolina. True. But, very true. But 
he complete the defense allowed Rattler to complete 62% of his passes last week. If you give Drake May 62% of his passes, you're going to get killed. I'm I'm on UNC. I just don't think that you can be able to allow Drake May to complete 62% of his passes. Like you have to have some type of defensive identity to slow this UNC team down. I don't think that's there in Georgia State. Give me the minus seven. Yeah, and and Drake May making us forget about Sam Howell really fast. I would say really fast. He looks really impressive. And it's funny, everyone talking about the ACC quarterbacks, Devin Leary, Tyler Van Dyke. And I know, mm-hmm. you know, there's some other news out there with, with the return of Sam Hartman. But Drake he May. He shot up the charts. He shot up the yeah, charts. Yeah, he, he looks as good as any, I would say. He could finish the year probably as a top five quarterback in the ACC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, that, that is a, there's Jerkovic, there's Brennan Armstrong, Malik Cunningham, I know struggled, but he's still a good quarterback. Keaton Slovis looked all right. I mean, in the first, just take from what Leary did with ECU and what May's done with UNC. Yeah. Who are you taking right now? Oh, May all day. Yeah. May all day. I know that sounds crazy because that was his first road start of his career, but. I like Georgia State. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I like North Carolina to come into Georgia State. I'm going to lay the seven points. Yeah. Um, next up, let's hop on over to this used to be a rivalry. I remember the days in Manhattan, Kansas, and in Columbia, Missouri. They used to play these great rivalry games. These teams have been playing since what? 1909? 1909, they were in the Big Eight, they were in the Big 12. But then Missouri left for the SEC in college football realignment. And I miss these rivalry games. Missouri at Kansas State. I'm glad to see it back on the schedule. Uh, I know you're going to come in with shade because I locked up. I'm waiting. Up, I'm just I patiently waiting until you throw it over to me. I locked up the over with Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And I believe, what was that? I think that was at six and a half wins, yeah, if memory yeah. serves me correct. Yeah, it was. We're 1 0, baby. We're 1 0. It wasn't pretty as we only beat the South Dakota Coyotes. The Coyotes in uh, in the FCS, you know, we shut them out, but it wasn't a great offensive performance. Uh, as Adrian Martinez, who I thought was a, a nice get, and I was very eager to see how how the new OC would work with Adrian Martinez with Deuce Vaughn in the same backfield. Eh, eh, I might have to. I, I need a better performance week too, because Adrian Martinez was just eleven of fifteen for fifty three yards, only three yards of completion. Look. That that's probably the worst stat line in any quarterback that played in the FBS. Three yards of completion, fifty-three yards, and he's known for his legs. He can run the ball. Only yeah. thirty-nine yards rushing. Now he did have a touchdown. Attempts. Yeah, well, thirteen attempts. That's insane. I'm starting and, to get concerned. And you're trying to and you're trying to sell me on Adrian Martinez. He did that against an FCS squad. Yeah, I know that. Look, I understand. Adrian Martinez is not a passer. That's the reason that Scott Frost. Went through what he went through with Adrian Martinez because he tried to turn him into a passer. Yeah, Adrian Martinez is a guy that you got to go out there and let him play backyard backyard football. Yeah, and actually run around, make a play with his legs, and eventually somebody's going to be open. He'll flick it to him. Adrian Martinez sucks. He sucks. <laughs> on, I'm sorry. He is he is not good compared to his peers on the FBS level. <laughs> and Deuce Vaughn. This is ultimately what Kansas has been for the past couple years. We're just going to put it behind Deuce Vaughn. Hopefully we win the game. Well, I can tell you this. Here's my hopes. Here's my hopes for Chris Kleiman. He knows he's got Missouri on deck. SEC opponent, old rivalry game coming into Manhattan. I'm hoping that is that approach- they were looking ahead to Missouri. No, Are you, is no. that what you're insinuating that I, they looked ahead <laughs> to Missouri? No, I'm hoping that they were saying, let's keep it very vanilla offensively. <laughs> Because okay. I don't want to give away our hand when we play our old rivals that I'm sure alumni are really excited to see this game happening again. Uh, and and that's what I'm hoping. Now, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm I'm a little confused by the stat line still. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about the future uh, in, in the Little Apple there in Manhattan, Kansas. Deuce Vaughn, though, I'm not concerned about him. No. He's a beast. No. 17 rushes, 126 yards, and a score. The Kansas State defense... They've been doing what they've been doing since since the early '90s. They shut out South Dakota. You know their special teams always plays great. But on the other side of this, you have an SEC defense. Yes, uh, Brady Cook played. You know, I think a lot of people were concerned. Connell Bazelak transferred out to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady Cook gets his his. I think his, I think he started a game. I think he started a game last season. So second start, he was 18 of 27, 201 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. 
against La Tech. They were at mm-hmm. home. Louisiana Tech breaking in a new head coach. I don't know how much to read into that, but I can read into that five-star freshman, Luther Burden the third. I know you look at the stat line and you'll say just three receptions, 17 yards, and a touchdown. He also had three rushes for 26 yards and a touchdown. I don't care. He was really good. Yeah. He, he jumped off screen. This For guy, a freshman, yes. he looks the part. He is really, really good. And that's what's making me feel a little bit better about this Missouri team. You know, I'm always fade Mizzou, but I'm feeling a little bit better about this team. And ultimately, what this game comes down to me is that this is an SEC defense. I have, we talk about the SEC and how, you know, up and down SEC can be, but that's on the offensive side of the ball. This is still a very good SEC defense. And last week, four sacks, nine tackles for loss. Guess what South Dakota had against uh, freaking Kansas, uh, Kansas State. State? Yeah, four sacks, nine tackles for loss. I'm telling you right now that that Missouri defense is going to play them better than South Dakota's defense. I am all over Mizzou here. Give me the plus seven and sprinkle on the money line because I think first of all, this is plus seven in a rivalry game. We saw what happened last time you gave me plus seven in a rivalry game. I cashed it over your head. So <laughs> give me plus seven again in a rivalry game, and I'm gonna do it again. We're taking plus seven with Mizzou. Sprinkle on the money line. I think they're a live dog here. I'm not trusting Adrian Martinez in this offense. I think that Mizzou has the defense where they can focus in on Deuce Vaughn and slow that running game down, be able to contain and stop the big runs. Mm -hmm. You're not going to stop him, but you got to stop the big runs, the 20-yard runs, the 10-yard, the 15-yard runs. They're going to slow that down. They're going to make Adrian Martinez become a passer by from playing from behind. And they're going to go out and win the game. Give me Mizzou on the money line, plus seven and a half. Now, look, currently, currently, Missouri has the number one run defense in the country. I think that's a bit of a lie. And I think yeah. most people out there <laughs> will, will listening, they played Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech runs the air raid now. Yeah, they're not. All right. So they didn't commit to the run much. I go back to 2021 and I say, okay, let me look at this Missouri run defense. They were 113th. In run defense. Now the pass defense was all right. The run defense concerning, and I, I, I'm not going to just all of a sudden think, well, yeah, they played La Tech. This run defense is fixed. No, because La Tech doesn't run the ball. I am going to, I'm going to take a shot on Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn to run wild. I'm hoping that it was vanilla, a vanilla look against the South Dakota, uh, South Dakota Coyotes. Give me. Hey state minus the points, baby. Give you're me my wild. win total over. You're Let's wild. go. I don't Let's know go. how you're laying seven and a half with Adrian Martinez, but what I will say and what I will challenge you is that one thirteen in the nation. But remember, they're in the SEC. It's true. And they played those. If you put they played Georgia, state, they played Georgia. Yeah. Put K State in the SEC, and it's gonna be real ugly for them too. Missouri probably should have never left the conference, but. <laughs> I don't it, know. They get that SEC money. Yeah. So it's, it's a catch. And now, and now they have the pedigree and the players. I'm going to just, I trust an SEC defense over and Adrian Martinez is going to look like a deer in headlights. Like mm. They're going to, they're going to give him some looks. He's going to, they're going to try to make him a passer. Give me, get, I'm, I'm doubling down. All right. Until I see otherwise they, they still won the game and they shut him out last week. So the K state defense showed up. I actually, how about that angle? Brady cook. He's only started a couple games. He's got to go on the road to the Little Apple. This place is going to be rocking in Manhattan, Kansas. I am going to take Kansas State. They're going to pick six. Give me, give me a multiple pick six in this multiple. game. Yes. Oh. Brady Cook, get out of here with this. Uh, next <laughs> up, let's hop on over to. I was shocked at this line. Tennessee at Pittsburgh, the Johnny Majors Classic. Pitt is three and zero all time against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised by that. Uh, Tennessee looked great week one. Ball State. All right. Well, I don't know what to make of that. Hendon Hooker was 18 of 25, 221 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, at the same time, two Pitt, rushing touchdowns too. Don't don't yeah. don't don't steal it from my guy. Don't, yeah. Don't steal it from him. 569 yards of offense. Too. Tennessee was rolling, but it is Ball State. Ball State is reloading. Uh, then you have Pittsburgh. They just survived the backyard bra. I was coming in. I was, I was content on saying, Oh, I am going to take Tennessee. Tennessee is going to go up to Pittsburgh and win. But I also expected Pittsburgh if they won the backyard bra, which they did. But thinking about it ahead of time, I was saying, well, you know, if, if so, I'm going to take Tennessee and Tennessee is going to win. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to be the favorite. They won in Knoxville last year. 
I get it. Kenny Pickett's on, on the Steelers, but still they brought in Keaton Slovis. They, they return a lot on their offensive line, a lot on their defensive line, their whole secondary. But I was shocked to see Tennessee is a seven point favorite. Yeah. Because Hendon Hooker is really good. And now I'm not going to lie. I'm shocked by the line too, but I think they're trying to scare me off of it and I'm not going to fall for it. I'm all over Tennessee here. Oh man. Seven point. What, what am I missing though? Are they trying to bait me here? What am so, I missing here? So I think we have to remember context of that game last year. If Joe Milton did not start that game last year, Tennessee probably wins and they probably beat Kenny Pickett where I don't know if we can agree, but I'm pretty sure that Pitt team last year is better than this one this year. They may be more experienced this year and with players around, you know, Kenny Pickett and on that defense and the defense is probably better. But overall, I think that Pitt team last year is better than this team this year. And Hendon Hooker went in there and showed out when he came into that game, 15 for 21, 188, two touchdowns, one interception, 49 yards on the ground. I think Hendon Hooker comes in here, still a Heisman candidate, like yeah. still a preseason Heisman candidate, and says, all right, if I have a good claim to, to a Heisman, I got to show up against great defenses, and they're going to do that against Pitt. Pitt is a good defense, but I think Hendon Hooker and those guys, Tillman, all those guys around him, they can put up the show. And I, I think they win. I do think they win. I'm going to just go ahead and say it's more by a touchdown. Give me Tennessee minus seven. Well, actually it's down to six and a half. I like when it. I was doing the notes earlier, it was at seven. It's down to six and a half. Uh, I just have to take Pitt. I have to take the home, getting that many points. I expect this to be a close game. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't shock me if Tennessee won. Wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if they won, you know, 38, 35, you know, 30, 31, 28, something like that. Mm -hmm. But Caden Slovis, everyone thought that, Narduzzi was going to turn this into a ground and pound team. They only ran for 76 yards against West Virginia, which yeah. I thought was shocking because everyone said, oh, the narrative is going to be completely different this year. Yeah. Ground and pound. Keaton Slovis threw for over 300 yards. He threw for 308, yeah. which is like what Kenny Pickett would be doing. Pitt's D line had three, only three sacks. But if you watch that game, JT Daniels was on the ground the entire game. You know, he really got the shit kicked out of him. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that D line is going to be able to put enough pressure on Hendon Hooker. I will say this, Hendon Hooker's legs might be the key to winning yeah. this game. Um, I'm, I got to take the points though. If they're at home, I think this is going to be a close game. It is, it is tricky with the six and a half because yeah. if this goes to overtime or something, but another yeah. thing is, is Narduzzi is two and zero oh against Josh Heupel. So let's go pit Panthers. There we go. No, no, you're switching up. This is the letdown spot and the letdown spot is that Slovis is not going to throw for 300. We don't even like Slovis. We don't even like him like that. He's not going to come in here and throw for 300 yards again. And not to mention, we talked about that offensive line, which they are a good offensive line. He still got sacked five times in that game. Yeah. And ult ultimately, I don't think that the West, I think the West Virginia defense is better than Tennessee's. But on that defensive line, Tennessee still has some bangers. And I think they have the ability to get in there and get some pressure. And unlike Hendon Hooker, if you get pressure on Slovis. He's going down. That is true. He is a bit of a lawn chair. Now I do wonder, does Narduzzi try to focus on the ground attack more this game to try to neutralize the clock because Tennessee's mm -hmm. offense can zip it down the field extremely fast. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but let's get to it. Uh, all right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by the Elias sports bureau. Yes. Football fans. The NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets or lock in your fantasy team, you need to check out the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting app and fantasy companion for the NFL, the NBA, MLB. It's got everything you need, all the competitive advantages that you need to, to dominate. All right. Uh, it's the only app from the most trusted sports stats, or I'm sorry, the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias sports bureau. I don't know if you guys know this out there, but they are the official statisticians of us pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Yes. And their app gives you access to team and player stats, head to head comparison, key insight from the Elias research team. What is, I mean, that's, that's fantastic right there. And let me tell you, it is a one-stop source for player news league, validated player stats, team records. They give you expert game analysis for betting. You can help you with your fantasy lineups each week. I mean, this is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so folks, what are you doing? All right. Check out the Elias 
game plan app. I'm telling you, NFL season is here. So do not wait. Download the uh, Elias game plan app today. Right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. It is a 14 day free trial. Yes, 14 days. That's two weeks off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you, uh, you use my promo code SGPN. Yes. Find Elias game plan, uh, sports betting in the app store or Google play store today and use my promo code SGPN baby. All right. We are back talking college football. We got some great matchups on Saturday. Some that are off the beaten path. That's what we wanted to key in on. And I want to take you to Morgantown, West Virginia. Talk a little Kansas Jayhawk at West Virginia action. I know some people may be laughing. They may say, Hey, why are we talking about this game? (laughs) The the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, first off, you know, if you've been listening to the show, you know, I'm on the bandwagon. I am Mm -hmm. all over the bandwagon. And uh, look, I know it was just Tennessee tech last week, Mm -hmm. but it was a dominating performance. And I know West Virginia lost, but they actually look better than what I, I took West Virginia on the money line, but I, they, the offense looked better than what I was Mm -hmm. expecting. I get what you're saying. Um, here we go. Did you know that Kansas is six and two in their last eight matchups, ATS against West Virginia? They're six and two, but yet oh and eight straight up. Yep. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. an anomaly. Uh Jalen Daniels, the freshman quarterback, he looked all right last week. 15 of 18, 189 yards. They kind of kept it. He he got benched, or they put they were up so much. They brought in Jason Bean, the North Texas transfer. But Jalen Daniels was throwing at 10, 10 and a half yards of completion. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He is growing up before our eyes. So I do believe this will be probably his first real road test. I know he won at Austin in, you know, against the Longhorns uh, in a wild one in November last year. But this is also the second time he'll be playing West Virginia. He started the game uh, in Lawrence last year on November 27th, where West Virginia won by six points. So he's going to see that same defense again. I know. I know it's on the road, which I'm a little concerned about going mm-hmm. into Morgantown. Mm-hmm. I like the kid though. And it's Daniels versus Daniels, by the way, because JT Daniels, I will say I was impressed. And before I saw Stetson Bennett scorch the Oregon ducks, I was convinced that JT Daniels was better than Stetson Bennett. After watching him, I said, wait, mm-hmm. why did, why is he not starting at Georgia? Well, Stetson Bennett shut me up later in the uh, two days later. So, <laughs> but JT Daniels, 23 of 40, 214 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. And that pick, he didn't deserve that pick. That hit Bryce Ford Wheaton right on the hands. And look, I think Bryce Ford Wheaton is a very good wide receiver. I felt sorry for him on that play. But at the same time, that guy's a beast. I think Kansas has to account for him. I would even maybe double team him because I don't I didn't see much spark out of the West Virginia offense besides Bryce Ford Wheaton. The line is sitting there at 13. Mm-hmm. Kansas at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. What are you doing here, my friend? Look, so we talked about Jane Daniels, 15 18 in that game, 189 yards, one touchdown, one interception, a touchdown on the ground as well. Yeah. This I, is a run based team. These are two, like, these are two run based teams. If you look at what CJ Donaldson, they have really good running backs on both sides. Seven, 125 for one, 17 and 71 for Tony Mathis Jr. At some point, it's going to be who can get the passing game going. I'm I'm on Jalen, not JT Daniels here. Because I think that they have enough. I think that this Kansas team is up this year. And this is the opportunity because they have a, a lot of experience. Because last year, Leopold said, I don't care. I'm throwing freshmen everywhere. So now you, throw, you threw out all the freshmen last year. They got all the last year jitters out of them. Now is the time where they show up. Now's the time that they remember, hey, we only lost this team by six last year. We're in this game. We can go into Morgantown. We can have a game against them. And they got my guy, Kenny Logan, second team, Big 12, over there in that secondary. Look, last four games, Kansas lost by an average of 12 points. Last four games, they have lost by an average of 12 points. Give me Kansas plus 13. It is an interesting play. And look, I've been to Austin. So Daniels' road starts, I believe, will be at Texas and at West Virginia. Um, West Virginia is uh, it's another animal. I look, I get it. Austin, you have good fans, Texas fans. They show up, but West Virginia, mm-hmm. it, he better be ready for this. I kind of lean 
I, once again, this is the situation where I loved it. The backyard brawl. I wanted West Virginia to win. Cause I was all over taking Kansas, mm-hmm. but they lost. They got their heart broken the way they lost. They got down to the one yard line. It, it was ugh, 13 and a half. I got to back my boys, but I'm a bit nervous on this one. What about the plus 400? Are you that confident that this, this will be a game in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, think we got to go back to the pre pregame and preseason. We said we thought that Kansas was a live dog against West Virginia. I don't think I've seen enough in the backyard brawl because you got to think. We're talking about them coming back in a bounce back game from it. They played up for that game. Yeah. Like that is a game that they played up for. They were they went in there and said, hey, this is our rival. This is Pitt. This is the backyard brawl. They played up. So how much of them playing up last week is going to come back to them playing down? Because it's Kansas. Who gets up for Kansas? You're not going to get up for Kansas at home. It's the first game of the season. You're going to overlook Kansas a little bit, but Kansas is not the team that you can overlook. This game's uh, intriguing because there's many levels to this. If they were to somehow lose this game, Mm -hmm. I think Neil Brown would be fired. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at least they might wait a couple weeks, but I think this would be the one that seals his fate. Ah, man. I'm going to take the points. I'll say this. We talked about them going to West Virginia. Now, yeah. granted, West Virginia is probably the best home environment in all the Big 12. Yeah. He's, they still went. They had a back-to-back road game, back-to-back road game set, Texas-TCU. They got the win at Texas, lost TCU by three. That's pretty solid going on the road your freshman year. I'm not too concerned about the jitters going into West Virginia. I think that Lance Leopold got the boys coached up right. I like that 13. And, yeah, sprinkle on that money line. Because Plus 400. If there was anything half, to go crazy, if there was anything yeah. to go crazy this college football slate, it's Kansas getting a win. Let me ask you this. That over-under is at 60 over at win bet. Mm-hmm. 60. I lean over. How about you? Really? I think Kansas is going to be able to score some. I, it's the defense that I worry about for Kansas. I think they run. I think both teams are running, running clock. Like, I think it's running clock the entire time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like the so the flaw last season, as you saw with the Texas game, mm-hmm. was Kansas's defense. How fast can they grow up? Because I do think they brought in some key transfers. They got an Ohio State kid coming in on the in the defensive backfield, brought in a couple other nice guys, and they got a linebacker from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just wonder. I just wonder. I think the offense is going to be able to fly. I don't know. I don't know. I maybe. I think I lean over. I lean over. Give me, give me a, uh, I think West Virginia probably ends up getting the win. Give me a 38 31 final in Morgantown. Okay. Um, all right. Let's move along here. I mean, do I need to touch base on the Hawaii Michigan game at all? Yeah. Let's go ahead and touch base on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. The line Are is you 50 and a half. I Are don't you looking? know. Are you looking? Everybody looking? <laughs> yeah. Everybody here? We're here? All right. Everybody. You're laying 51 with Michigan. We're not questioning it. We're not going to question it. 50 and a half. Is that whatever it is? Yes. You're laying it with Michigan. <laughs> this, there are only a few amount of college football teams that are such a cash cow. Les Miles, Kansas teams. <laughs> UMass. <laughs> this Hawaii team might be worse than both of them combined. Yeah. Like that is like that is high praise to be in a category with them three and you're worse than the other two. This game is ridiculous. This Hawaii team is really, really bad. And then guess what? There is a three-way quarterback battle going on in Michigan. They're going to run the score up. They might beat Hawaii by 60. I mean, this game is ridiculous. I don't know that I can recall. I've been a diehard college football fan since the early 90s, folks. I don't know that I can recall a FBS on FBS matchup with a line at minus 50 and a half. Oh man. I mean, really, really bad. And guess what? I mean, you're right. Eileen, Michigan, I, I, Hawaii's Hawaii's defense. It looks like they have like 11 guys that look like me. All right. Like that's not going to do well against (laughs) Michigan's got one of the best offensive lines in college football. They are in the middle of a quarterback. Kobe, I think you could do better than, (laughs) I think you could. Hey, are you saying that because of the Vandy play? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you got to take Michigan there minus the points. Um, we got a couple other big games going on on the Saturday night slate, but folks, I got to get us paid first. Let's uh, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by promo guide.us for all you sports betters out there. I want to tell you the best new way to increase your bankroll. Yeah. It's called promo guide.us at promo guide.us. 
You can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking thousand dollar risk-free deposits, insane odd boost, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. Plus, oh yeah, tons of free picks as well. Promoguide.us is your guide to betting smart people. Once again, that is promoguide.us. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their brand new over under game, which I've had a fun time with this season already. I, I played it in that Missouri uh, La Tech game and the Notre Dame Ohio State game last weekend. Um, what it is is, folks, you, you, you pick two or more players. And you select the over or under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money that you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over under on sleeper is that uh, the app it's the app where like you can join your contest with your buddies. So if you're just hanging out, watching a game, you can say, Hey, you know, what do you got going on? I don't know. Let's just uh, let's get all of our guys together and hop in this app and you could you know, talk some shit to one another and, and bet. It's fun. It's fantastic. I love that. It even has chat so you can you can talk to your buddies and talk trash. Uh, so folks, on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's promo code SGP once again at sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details, baby. Rasa brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every type of game you can think of under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools. Uh, it is a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you will not get anywhere else. Uh, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a, uh, a pool for our, our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. What are you doing, folks? Hop in now to reserve your spot. It's free to enter. We're giving away $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store uh, to the winner. I mean, come on, you got to get in. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. All right, we are back. We are back talking some Saturday college football action. Baylor heads to Provo, Utah. This game happened in Waco a season ago. BYU came into Waco and took an L from Dave Aranda and Jeff Grimes. If you might remember that Jeff Grimes, when Zach Wilson was at BYU, Jeff Grimes was the OC. He left for Baylor and Dave Aranda last year. Uh, now, you know, now it's year two and they Blake shaping the, the freshman that played the final couple games for Baylor. He's looked really good. So good that the, the, the quarterbacks that started for Baylor, like Jacob Zeno, uh, and Bohannon transferred out this offseason. Shapin, uh, I know they were playing Albany, the Great Danes, but uh, Blake Shapin, 17 of 20 for 214 yards, 10.7 yards of completion, two touchdowns, turnover free football. They beat Albany 69 to 10. Mm -hmm. I was a bit concerned that Baylor only had two sacks. Baylor's known, like, they're supposed to be one of the best defensive lines in all of college football. Mm -hmm. He only had two sacks against Albany. Yep. Do you think that's just they brought in the backups really early, or do you think that's like Even we should be concerned? Still, you should still get to the quarterback, and so yeah. I don't know. This is going to be an interesting spot for Baylor. This is actually double revenge, double revenge game for BYU because BYU played Bohannon, who who was quarterback for BYU last year. He is now the quarterback for uh, Southern Florida. South Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they, they and they just got housed by, yeah. the, by BYU. Yeah, so they yeah. got their they got their revenge against him there. Now they're going to get their revenge against B against Baylor. And I think it's all gonna be on the back of Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall is really good, man. He looked great this past week. What 25 of 32, 261, 8.2 yards of completion, two yeah. touchdowns, one interception. He can also run the ball. I only had 15 yards rushing this past game, but they didn't need to. They were dominating. But look South what he Florida, did to them yeah. last year. Last year, and we know how good that Baylor... That was like a top 20 defense last year of a Baylor. Yeah. 22 for 31, 342 in a touchdown, in a rushing touchdown on the ground. Yeah. On the road at Baylor against a top 20 defense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rolling, I'm rolling with Jaron Hall here because they're going to have to put it on his back. 
because Baylor is a very stout run defense team. This is a similar play to the Kansas angle here mm-hmm. because Blake Shapin, as good as he's looked, he came on late. You know, this is a guy who was a freshman a season ago. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been to a place this lit. He's going into Provo. Yeah. This place will be bananas. Yeah. Altitude is a factor. Oh man, uh, this is this is one and this where is their first game of the season too, ain't it? And it, uh, no, they, they just played. They just played against South Florida. No, no, I mean yeah. in in Provo. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the home opener. Yeah, it's the home opener against Baylor. You just lost against them last year. You have Jaron Hall, who I think is very very underrated, and we could be seeing him as one of the top QBs drafted when his time comes for the draft. I am not too concerned about the Baylor defense, but I think Jaron Hall kind of has their number. He put up 342 against them last year. They got a little bit of film on him, so I'm going to be interested to see what adjustments that Baylor defense can make to make towards it. But I think that the adjustments are also going to be on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to try to get that running game going, which is something that they couldn't do a year ago when Tyler Algier rushed for 15 and 33 yards and a touchdown. Now you got Christopher Brooks in there who started the season off really well, Whew. rushing for 13, 135 and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they're going to sit here. I want to see them mix in the run, maybe run a little bit of an option, but put the ball in Jaron Hall hands. That's your best player. He's going to get everybody else going. I think that Baylor defense is a lot better. Give me Baylor minus three and a half to get some revenge against, I mean, not Baylor. Give me BYU minus three and a half to get some revenge against Baylor. Yeah, I just think the momentum of the crowd, the experienced quarterback is with BYU. I expect, you know, Baylor's youth essentially was shaping at quarterback to make a turnover or two on the road. I will lay the points with BYU at three and a half as well. Uh the over under is at fifty three. Do you and any any interest in touching that? No. No. Uh I don't know. I feel like I would lean over there too. I just feel like BYU is capable of putting up a decent amount of points at home in Provo. And then I trust, I trust Jaron Hall to be able to keep their off. I don't think they get blown out here. There's no situation where I don't think that BYU is, is scoring points. So if you want to do a BYU team total older, I would support that. Cause I don't think there's a situation where BYU doesn't get this offense going. That Baylor defense is good, but I think at home, home opener, Jaron Hall and how this team is looked in the past. And now I think they're going to get it done. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Uh, all right, well, look, we're going to talk. We're going to give away a parlay in the end here. But before we get to the end, let's talk a little FCS here. Yeah. FCS, look, shout out to the win for getting FCS lines. They're coming out early mm-hmm. these days. And look, I am very impressed with the win getting all these FCS lines. I, I know your boys took an L in a, in a class in, you know, in a big time rivalry game. Mm-hmm. I'm it sorry did. to bring it up. No, no, no. I've been talking about it all week. Let's North talk Carolina about it. North Carolina A&T Let's talk about played it. a neutral site game against their rivals, North Carolina central. Yep. Central as 11 smacked. point dogs. They got yeah. It was terrible. It was disgusting. They were, it was actually a player on the sideline of A&T that was during the whole game trying to hype the crowd up, put his arms up, trying to hype the crowd up. And a lady behind me yelled to him and he said, well, if you play better, we would make some noise. And everybody stayed quiet. Everybody stayed. I'm sorry. That's my, those are my boys. I love them. We are going to fade North Carolina a and I did not like what I seen from them this, that game. I didn't like how that defense looked. North Carolina Central poached all of our defensive coaches. And so there, a lot of our defensive staff now is, coaching for Central. So if their defense is a lot better this year, then make sure you pay attention to that. We may be on Central for a few games this year. That defense looks a lot better. Look. Heading to the Fargo Dome to take on North Dakota State? North Dakota State is laying 34. I'm telling you right now, lock it up. North Dakota State minus 34. Oh, man. That's a big number. Lock it up. I think that we we might lose this game like 50 to 7. I think I'm with you. I think my main thing is... North Dakota State on the line of scrimmage, they should be in the FBS because they spend like an FBS program uh, with their athletic department. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with you. After watching, I watched that that game against Central. I think you're right. I think we got to lay that big number, even though I'm concerned. I'm with a big line like this. I'm always concerned. When will they call off the dogs? No, they're not. They're, I, I'm telling you, it's going to get way too out of hand. That we're not going to, we're not going to keep up. I, I would be shocked if we score multiple touchdowns in this game, I think that this is going to be an absolute route. North Dakota State is going to kill them. There's some turmoil going on. You know, there's a whole bunch of people calling for Coach Washington's job. The defense did not look good at all. Now, that freshman quarterback, he looked decent. He did. 
he really he's a redshirt freshman, a Jaeger, Zach Jaeger. He looked really, really decent. And the offense could be okay, but it's North Dakota State. Their defense is always good. The offense is always rolling. I I'm hard pressed to think that we're in this game at all. Minus 34, lock it up. Lock it up. All right. Well, look, my play, I want to take you to two former NFL greats going at it. Deion mm-hmm. Sanders, who just oh, well, the things he's doing at Jackson State. I think are, are like the best story in college football in decades, but also that performance they just put on uh, Florida A and M uh, last Sunday. Who is a good team? Yeah. By the way, now they're still missing some of the players. They got four players back from the ineligibility. They were still missing some players, but that they're still a good team, dude. That performance, Shador Sanders, Deion's son at quarterback, looked like the real deal. Started seventeen for seventeen. <laughs> Sorry, 17, 17. So Deion Sanders is taking on Eddie George mm-hmm. and Tennessee State. Eddie George, new, new, you know, the, the, the Heisman running back from the uh, Ohio State and and with the Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, Eddie George, they played well. They went on the road to Eastern Washington. That is a very far trip. Eastern Washington, a very good FCS college football team. They fit, played well, but at the end of the day, Eastern Washington prevailed. Now this game's happening. I believe this is in Memphis, a neutral site game. Jackson State's laying nine and a half. It's not really a neutral site game. Well, it's kind of a neutral site game. Jackson's not too far from Memphis. So, yeah, I guess. Jackson State fans are going to travel. I'm laying the nine and a half. Lock it up. Yeah. They got the number one recruit in the country. They got Shador Sanders. These are guys that could have played at big time programs. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all over Jackson State as well. I think that this team is a lot better. When you look at not only is Hunter on that side of the ball, but you got. Shiloh Sanders, you got his son on the other side of the ball. I think that they're really, really good together. And this defense is a lot better, like so much improved. That's the reason that they got killed in that celebration bowl against South, uh, South Carolina State is because their defense wasn't up to par. And that's normally what the SWAC is about. The SWAC is about high-powered offices. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to get the ball down the field. But they're going to give up a bunch of points while doing it as well. Dion has taken defense back into account gotten that defense right for Jackson state. Give me the nine and Jackson state against Tennessee state. There we go. I, yeah. I'm laying that as well. Uh, look, we're going to give away a parlay yeah. and a teaser, yeah. but before we get there, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you the complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in 4k at no extra charge. They have over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Uh, you can watch it on all, all your devices. Never miss a game or an episode with your favorite shows because they include a cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo. I'm sorry, FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O T V dot com slash S G P. We're also brought to you by. Yes, we are brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides ple- uh, player game stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters, I'm telling you, for me, I'm unorganized when it comes to the internet. All right. And you get me in like November or December when I'm betting on like 10 different sports, you know, like college basketball is going, college football, NBA is going, NHL is going, uh, NFL, you're, you're scattered everywhere. There's, oh, there's a UFC fight. Let me, it, sometimes you forget mm-hmm. when, with what I'm betting on. So what's great is they organize it all for you. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets, people. And real quick to add to that, Jackson State, they played last year. Jackson State won 38-16. Yes. Get on in on that Jackson State, all right? We're giving away locks here and on the college football experience. this is arguably a way better Jackson State team than they were last year. Oh, they are a way better team. They got the number one player in the country. Uh, look, folks, I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by Sling. It's college football season, which means you, mean, you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network. Fox and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. 
All right, we are back on the college football experience. Remember, folks, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. You can watch us live. Here we are, man. Let's 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 dive into this, man. You're known for parlays. Yeah. Hop in yeah. there. Give us, give us a parlay that you're thinking about that you're gonna bet this Saturday while we're here at the win in All Las right. Vegas. Well, Kansas is going in there for sure. Kansas. That's Kansas 100%. getting 13 and a half currently. Heading into Morgantown, Lance Leipold, his team's played a lot better the past, I'd say the past six games. Mm -hmm. So Kansas would be one. Kansas is there for sure. We're going to throw UNC minus seven. North Carolina minus seven on the road. So two road teams, but mm -hmm. they're heading down to Atlanta, Georgia state, not known for packing the place. I kind of, I'm on board. I'm on board there. I, I really love the North Carolina play. I think they're going to have too much offense for the Georgia state Panthers. Uh, give me, give me a third one. I'm not going to make you take Mizzou because you know, you're, you're on K state. We're not going to, not going to make you do that. Should what are you we doing? Keep it, keep, should we keep it in the six pack with BYU or do we, do we just go Jackson state? Jackson state minus nine. Jackson like state minus nine. nine. I actually think you should do both FCS lay the 34 with, with yeah, a and yeah, Let's later. Let's later. So late 34, North Dakota State minus 34 over North Carolina ANC. Yeah. And Jackson State minus nine over Tennessee State. And then you can add in, I say, just in case West Virginia is a little too lit for Daniels, I say you go Georgia, uh, the, the UNC minus seven at Georgia State. Mm -hmm. I think you parlay those three. I will see you at the finish line. Yeah, we're there. There we go. Okay, we're look, there. I want to uh, give away one that I like, a little parlay. Okay. A money line parlay. I'm going to take the Pitt Panthers plus 200 currently. Ew. Plus 200. See, GBO Farms. He's he's going against your boys and you get you coming for me and he's going against your boys. <laughs> uh, uh and then you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go off the grid here just to just to get some value on a money line play here. Give me Liberty at home plus 195 hosting UAB. I know UAB or Liberty went to UAB and smacked him. So it's yeah. a revenge spot for yeah, UAB plus one ninety five on the Liberty flames. Talk to me here. This is, this is a parlay. It's a perfect money line parlay right there. Both I mean, are you're, getting a home, you're getting a home dog coming up to Lynchburg. I like that Liberty team. We're still trying to see a little bit more of what they're going to be the, you know, without Malik Willis. But I told you before the season, and I think I picked them to win this game. Because I said I didn't think they were gonna be a dog, but I picked them to win this game. I said that you, I locked up the over under win total. I think this team is gonna they're not gonna fall off. Like they're not gonna fall off. Hugh Freeze is a good coach. He's gonna coach up Brewer. He's gonna get that offense going, and the defense is gonna do enough. I think UAB is gonna have some trouble struggling up there in Lynchburg. There we go, two home dogs right there. All right, folks, this is the College Football Experience show. Uh, subscribe. Remember folks, youtube.com slash the college experience. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts that subscribe to the college football experience, subscribe to the NBA gambling podcast, subscribe yes. to the WNBA gambling yes. podcast, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Yes. We're already doing previews over there. The season tips off on November 6th. Get in folks. And remember, check out the sports gambling podcast, all 32 NFL teams. They got a preview for each one talking win totals, talking all this, check it out. Also, Check out the NFL gambling podcast. That's brand yes, new. Huh? Yes, we're yes, out here. We yes, just dropped the yes. Thursday night football preview. Make sure you go check that out. Get ready for NFL tomorrow. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. You can never have too much football. Uh, folks, if you can, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Terrell Furman Jr. is on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. Give all of us a follow if you can. And uh Check out the Discord channel. Isn't yeah. that isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it's, it's rolling. Yeah. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Look, I don't care what your sport is. We have an avenue for you there to talk. It's a lot of fun, whether you bet on games or whether you're just in there to talk about, I don't know, the South Alabama quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. We got you covered. Any sport you can think of. I, there's probably a table tennis game going on in like Beijing right now. And I guarantee you they're talking about it in the Discord channel. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Check us out. All right, folks. This is the oh, college. Wait, wait, What's wait. that? What's that? I gotta, I gotta do my push-ups. Oh, because I, I was terrible on my locks last the last week zero and week one. I was terrible. You're I coming back, locks. though, man. You're coming I back. No, but I, I gotta take a, a page out of Sean's book. Sean said, "Hey, the push-ups work." 
So I got to go do my 10 push-ups because I missed 10 lots in the first two weeks. Go do them. Got to go do them. Go do them. Get them in. Get them in. I'll count here. Uh, I think tide turning, I, see, as One, I remember, I was two, the desert. three, four, turn, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did I say those words? Boom. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Well, well, well yeah, I know that. They bring the head cold, but. Get my limousine! Line on 85! Get my limousine! Woo! And take off! To New Orleans! Woo! You gotta do all these! Coaching art, we're all. Coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked. It's sucked.